yesterday, the Planning and Environmental Court has actually decided to go in favour of Council's approval of the Yurumba Master Beach Plan and ultimately the development of a seven-storey Sekasui development. Uh, joining us now is uh, one of the local councillors, newly elected to the council for Division 9, Maria Suarez. You must be devastated with yesterday's decision, Maria. Yeah, look, I'm sure the community are going to be gutted. So you have only just been elected in March and mm -hmm. you ran on the platform that you would campaign against the Sekisui development. Now, obviously, you've only been in there a hot minute. You had no control over this. But is there mm -hmm. anything you can do now? Look, I've, there has been precedence with other councils around Australia where they've rescinded decisions. Right. But um, in light of the fact, like the history of this whole application, you know, the, the council officers made the recommendation um, for this application based on the information that they had, which was based on a need. Um, and then the councillors voted on it and they approved it. It was a very split decision and... Um, you know, if you could have gone back in time, if I had have been there at the time, I would have certainly been promoted uh, positive with the with the fact that it is a resort and that it would bring in jobs, which the Coulomb Height Resort lost a heap of jobs, which was devastating to the community. But I would have questioned, did the application need to be seven storeys to achieve that objective? Mm. Um, you know, so there's certain aspects to that application that um, I would have questioned and that the community had questioned. But um, now with the Planning and Environment Court's decision, it makes makes going forward, um, you know, taking any alternative course of action very difficult. And I am only one councillor, you know, one vote out of 11. Um, but, you know... There was precedence in the past, but my initial discussions with a couple of councillors um, doesn't make it look very, very positive. Is this uh, a frustrating situation for you? Because, uh, I mean, clearly the town plan does not match Sekasuri's high-rise plans, and that is the crutch of the Saviour Roomba team's argument here, that, you know, the council set out a plan and then decided to defy their own plan. Then they've used taxpayer money when the locals have complained about it in court to fight the court challenge, surely you must be shaking your head right now because it just seems to me that democracy has not been served. The locals didn't have their say. Yeah, and, and that's, I guess, you know, um, councillors are elected to make decisions on behalf of their community. And, um, you know, I wasn't privy to all of the information that was put forward when they were making the assessment on this. So I can only speak from... I guess, outside experience. But if I had have been there on the time, I certainly would have questioned this a lot harder than perhaps it had been. And I'm concerned going forward, um, you know, that there's precedences that have been set from the past where developments have been approved that are outside of the town plan. And um, it just makes it easier for that to continue to happen um, every time we go outside of it. So I'll certainly be looking... Um, at any future development applications very closely um, to see how, clo how, how closely they stick to the town plan, which was approved essentially at the outset by the community. Well, that's right. There's no point in having a town plan if no one plans to stick to it. Well, if, if any developer that comes along gets to, uh, gets to flout it. Um, so you have spoken to councillors and you believe that there is not... Uh, great grounds for an appeal. Is that what you're basically saying? You don't think going forward there will be an appeal? 
Look, uh, I mean, I guess it's now in the community's hands um, whether you know what what what's going to happen going forward. Um, I've certainly had some an initial discussions, you know, in the early days of coming in as a councillor, um, but the feedback that I have received has not been positive, put it that way. Yeah. All right. Well, we are looking forward to the June 15 decision uh, with those additional conditions regarding the endangered turtles and the nests that lie on the, uh, certain areas of the beach there. I just find it very hard to believe that you're going to put a, a giant apartment block right near all those fragile environmental concerns there and it's all going to work well in harmony. I just find that very difficult to believe. Yeah, well, I guess um, we'll just have to find out down the track, really, and um, that's a real shame. There goes Division Councillor, sorry, Division 9 Councillor Maria Suarez. I mean, you know, she's new to the game, Caroline, in that sense, in, in sense of this fight. It's been going on for quite a few years now. Mm. Uh, I've just got a text, too, from a Yarumba resident uh, saying that uh, their concerns, because it, it sets a precedent for other developers to come in and, and have that fight. Uh, and obviously when you've got limited funds, it's difficult to take these giants to court, isn't it? Five four five double one nine two seven. 11927 We'd love to hear what you think uh, That now that it looks like Sikasui House will go ahead at Yurumba. Uh There's also a concern about the, the how dangerous it is to swim on that beach. Uh, it's probably not the best spot for an influx of international tourists with limited beach knowledge. Uh, it's a nice, nice beach, one of the few beaches left on the coast that people can go and know that uh, it'll be quite clean and hasn't lost its natural feel. As soon as you dump apartments there, uh, over a 1,000 people will live there permanently, plus the visitors, uh, it's going to lose its charm. Are you happy with the Sekisui decision? Now, this fight goes way back to 2015, Caroline. It's been going on for five years, this fight. I'm not comfortable with it. I think the residents had their say and they weren't listened to. And we have given away to developers, but uh, a lot of people think uh, otherwise. Lazers in Budrum, mate, are you happy with this decision? If it was such a good thing, why did council originally pass it behind closed doors? Uh, that is a good question, Les. Didn't they do it on New Year, Christmas Eve or something random like that? Yeah, okay. it's going to totally upset the whole turtle nesting area along there. Like... They're endangered now without losing nesting areas for a stupid development for the Japanese developer. Courtney's joined us from Yurumba. What do you think? Is this uh, you support this uh, decision, Courtney? Um, I'm actually scared to say because um, it is one that divides our community here, and it's the, the people who are anti-Sekasui are allowed to be loud and are quite loud. Anyone who's... And, and it's not even pro if you're okay with it. Yeah. You actually have to stay a little bit quiet about it. It's just... It's one of those things. Um, so, yeah, I mm. guess I'm not unhappy about it um, at all. Right. Okay. My, so you're, you're yeah, completely fine, unhappy. but that doesn't mean you're pro. You're not out fighting for Sekasui's rights, but you feel like anyone who wasn't anti was silenced by your community. Yeah. I don't know how many people were out fighting for Sekasui's rights quietly. We didn't have a sticker on our car and are happy, you know, to see it go ahead. And I think in the current times, with you know, I, we're all worried about the construction industry. And I think that these things moving ahead, while they're not going to hit our trades tomorrow, they are going to hit all of our, um, our uh, I guess, um, council departments. They're going to hit... Our engineers—they're going to hit. They're going to hit a lot of different um, 
areas of our construction industry before they actually hit our chippies. So for the industry, it's probably one I'm hard to say that I'm against. Yeah, so Courtney there uh, thinking that uh, it's going to be good for jobs and growth uh, in the in the area there, especially after we lost the Hyatt all those years ago. I don't know. I just think it sets a dangerous precedence when you can push and push and push and get what you want if you've got the funding to back you up to fight the legal case. Scott's joined us from Beachmere. What do you think, mate? No, not at all. Um, the, the government is supposed to work for the people. The people are supposed to run the country. Um, the people decide they don't want this in their suburb or area. It should be up to the people to vote on these things on a phone vote preference. Um, whoever pays tax, they can key in their Medicare number, key in their tax file number, and they can make a vote. And the people can be put back in charge, and that's how it should be. Yeah. You feel like this is just flown in the face of a whole community that made it clear they did not want Secretary House? Mate, it's disgusting. The whole country never gets to say what they need to do. The government overrides the, the people's choices. It is disgusting, and we need to go back to a different voting system, go back to the original constitution, and we need to make phone voting for the people. And people will vote. The cost will be half the cost. Mate, this is the way we need to move forward as a country, as a whole. Just talking about uh, the appeal against Sunshine Coast Council and Sekasui House. It looks like it has been lost as of yesterday. Uh, and, of course, on the 15th of June, uh, judges' additional conditions regarding the endangered turtles and the nesting in that those areas on the beach will be hurt. So I guess, I don't know, is that fight over, Caroline? Is that that? I, I don't know, but if you listen to Maria Suarez, the Division 9 councillor who we spoke to just before, she seemed to think there would not be grounds for appeal. Greg joins us from Bedina. Greg, are you happy with this decision? Uh, not at all, mate. I live in Bedina and uh, they're going to try and do the same here. But um, we've got our own fight on our hands. But look, you can't keep... Um, I don't believe that you can uh, just keep uh, farming out the same old... Uh, this is jobs, this is jobs, this is jobs when, you, when you're stuffing the environment, mate. Sunshine Coast is what it is and that's why people come here. Thrown in the face of the local residents, all I can say is get out and protest as much as you can. I mean, I'm old enough to remember the Franklin River down in Tasmania, and yeah. that was going to go ahead, going to go ahead, and people power stopped it. So we've got to have some faith in that. A lot of these people who say it's going to be a stack of jobs, I've kicked around the construction uh, area a fair bit over my work and life, and a lot of these companies that move around, the big construction companies, bring their guys with them, mate. Yeah, I know. They've got the skilled labour force with them and they bring it. You know, I've been around here for a while and I remember the front page of the Sunshine Coast Daily a couple of years ago on April Fool's Day and they had a big thing painted on the water tank at Point Cartwright saying, welcome to the northern Gold Coast. (laughs) And everybody cracked it. There were phone calls going to radio stations everywhere. But if we keep letting this happen, we will be. Were you disappointed with what the councillor said earlier? I was disappointed that that she basically said, well, she's talked to a couple of other councillors and it looks like it's going to be a no-go, so we just have to basically cop it. Um, And I don't believe that's the case. If she got voted in on a platform of let's fight this to the death, let's fight this to the death. Don't roll over, mate.